0: Hello, everybody. This is Hernan Mayol. And I am the founder and chief volunteer for Apprentice Worldwide. And Apprentice Worldwide, I don't know if you know us, but we started this organization in 2014, 2014, and uh, in Miami. And now we have the privilege of having people in around 45, uh, we're getting to 50 locations. And uh, today is not about us so much. It's about our new, newest region, right? Our newest continental region. We call it, we call it regions, but it's really a continent for those people that do not know, um, Africa. Okay. And um, before we start with my teammates, I wanted to let you know uh, that Apprentice Worldwide. We are first. I want to take uh, time to acknowledge what is happening uh, around the world with the pandemic right we're still not over in some countries people are locked up and and we pray for those that are that have lost their lives or loved ones for second we want to acknowledge what's happening with uh, in in colombia and we have a lot of teammates in colombia right there's some violence that is happening there uh that is uh you know terrible and and we acknowledge that as well that's what what's happening today and of course you know everybody who's suffering uh, around the world, we, we, we lift up the, our, our, our prayers for them, and, and uh, we hope that things get better. Uh, about Apprentice Worldwide, just so you know, some things that are happening. We're going to have on the 20th of May, we're going to have our Latin America uh, team showcase. Uh, it's not going to be like this. It's a presentation by the region head uh, about how to work with banks to finance your projects. So anybody that wants to finance their projects, this is a good uh, seminar, the 20th of May, uh, Laura Palace is uh, is going to give this seminar. The other thing is we just had our first live in-person event. We hope to have many more around the world uh, with your mentors, if you know, COVID permitting. So that's we've been having a lot of events online in the past year. We've grown tremendously but we, uh, we hope to have some in-person events as it permits. And then last but not least, I will point you in the direction of apprentice.cc, which is our new community site. This will have all the events, all the members, if we wanna to get to know the members, and uh, the members have access to this platform to be able to promote themselves, talk about themselves. So these uh, this profiles have been created for them. And, and by the way, uh, I want to to tell you uh, what we do here is network and learn, right? Simply that we network and learn, and we the people that are in our organization they get referred by other people. Not everybody can walk in and join. So you get referred, and then you pass through an orientation period. And if we feel that you have, you know, the the values that we believe in, uh, you're part of our of our team. And okay, so. That's uh, about Apprentice Worldwide. Now, let's get going with uh, Apprentice Africa. We'll have time at the end for questions, okay? Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll we'll go through the presentation, and then we'll stay a little bit to network and present until whatever time we want. But but uh, we have it scheduled until 11, 11 15, 11.30. We have like an hour, okay? No rush. And then without further ado, I want to introduce to you Dr. Olufunke, uh, Olufunke is a great friend of mine. Uh, we met, she actually started as an associate at Apprentice when she was in college doing her master's. Although she, she is a very experienced executive herself. Uh, she started in, in, in Orlando, referred by another mentor. And she and I, you know, we have many, many things in common. Uh, we, our passion for, for serving, for technology, for books, for just, uh, you know, good food, and many, many good things brought us together immediately. And uh, she started in Orlando, she moved to Texas, and uh, now she's an executive at Texas Instruments. She's a book author now, an accomplished book author, and now our region representative, regional coordinator director for Apprentices Worldwide in our initiatives in, with our initiatives in Africa. So. I pass the baton to you, my friend. Uh, Thank you for all you do, okay?
1: Thank you, Hernan. Thank you. So, um, Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first Africa Rising um, Emerging Leaders event. Um, One thing I have learned in life is when you're communicating with anyone, irrespective of the channel, but most especially when it's face-to-face, The number one question that is never asked but is always present is, can you see me? A variation of it is, can you hear me? Do what I say matter to you? Oprah Winfrey reiterated this truth when um, she said, I mean, mean, we all know Oprah is the doyen, I mean, she's the number one interviewer in the entire world and after interviewing over 35,000 people, irrespective of their station in life, from presidents to convicts, even to Beyonce, Oprah said every single person at the end of every interview when the mic went off, asked her in one way or the other, how did I do? Here in Apprentice, this is what we're trying to foster, a community across borders. Uh, When I joined Apprentice, I was introduced to Hernan by a friend of mine that I met in um, in college here here in the United States in Florida. And we hit off. We realized, I realized Hernan was the first, only person I'd known here in the United States who actually was not African in origin, but knew of the bank that I worked with in Nigeria. We connected, like he said, on an array of things, on a plethora of things. And that's what I want, just want to encourage us to do here today as we meet these amazing leaders from um, diff- three different countries on the African continent. right? So without further ado, as they speak, I want you to listen to them. I want you to hear them because there's one thing we do great um, on the continent. Though I live in, United States, in the United States, I was born and raised on the continent of Africa. And I can tell you this, we hear you and we see you, and that's what we're asking for today. So without further ado, we're going to kick off this event with three. I mean, I'm, when I say amazing, they are amazing leaders: Adebayo Comlan, um, German from Nigeria, Miriam Naigaga from Uganda, and um, Donna from Kenya. They they have their strengths. One is an entrepreneur who pro- I promise you, if you get when you get to know her, you will wonder, oh my goodness, what am I doing? <laughs> then you have Comlan, who is just full of energy. Donna is Donna is the entrepreneur, and she just each time I think of her, see her, talk to her, her name pops up in my mind. She encourages me to do more. I've never said this to her face before, but and donna you do that for me and miriam you encourage me to keep looking out for the person who is standing next to me who is unseen. your heart for philanthropy is just large and um look we're here for you so we're going to start off with adebayo covenant from nigeria Kovnan, take it away
2: all right good morning everyone good morning and I welcome everyone to today's uh, events. this is the very first one we have in the history of apprentices worldwide and I thank uh, the organizer of the events uh, Mr. Anand mayo for his tireless efforts you know bring all of us together to coordinate us and to put us on the right track in terms of career development and otherwise. And to my amazing fellow Nigerian Dr. Olu, you are very very you know you are unique and the way you speak, You motivate us is very, very okay. We love you. So, we're talking about today. I'm talking about Nigeria, talking about myself, talking about the impact of Apprentice Worldwide on me, talking about some business opportunities in Nigeria and available funny things. So, you you must see in Nigeria when you visit Nigeria. So, I have my slide here. Hi, Dr. Enan. Mr. Enan. This slide. Okay. Alright, by the I mean, talking about uh, Africa Imagine Leaders kids and from the introduction, I said we talking about I'm talking about myself, talking about my career development, talking about investing in Nigeria. Next slide, please. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm talking about, about, about me, talking about career goals that I've been pursuing so far, we talk about Nigeria in overview. and talking about investment opportunities in Nigeria. Also we talk about foods, local and natural wonders that can be found in Nigeria as well. So, next slide please. All right, thank you. I was born in Ibadan and Ibadan is located in the south. Western part of Nigeria. So I later moved to Lagos State. And Lagos State is the commercial hub of Nigeria. It's a land of opportunity. It's a global city with mega needs. When you come to Lagos State, you see people from different parts of the world doing businesses in Nigeria here and in Lagos. One thing about me is I'm an optimist. I love to develop a positive mindset in every situation. I love to be encouraged, regardless of Anything that I'm confronted by. And also, I am an open minded person, try to share my thoughts with people, try to learn more, try to know more things, new things, new occurrence, and try to know people's different perspectives on issues. All right, back. No, no, no. Okay, fine. Pardon me, I'm sorry for that. So, I joined Apprentice Worldwide in June 2020 as a result of my curiosity because I'm always bent on career development. And fortunately for me, I met Mr. Anand on a network called Good World. So I just messaged him, we got talking from there, and he brought me into the Apprentice Worldwide. And ever since then, honestly, it has been a very, very decision I made in my life to join Apprentice Worldwide. About my education, I'm a scientist, I'm a chemist. I studied industrial chemistry in my undergrad. And I graduated with uh, a second class of our division. However, my CDP for the last two academic years is uh, 3.68 or 4.0. But presently I'm not working, so I decided to go into learning front-end web development because I love to develop stuff. I love to you know play with laptop and try to code. So
0: I decided to just think about my where we Can you hear him? Or not? I think we lost I think we lost
1: him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we lost him.
0: Okay. I'm sure he'll figure out real quick.
1: Yeah. And he'll refresh. He's pretty smart, don't you? He'll refresh.
0: Okay, well, this is what happens sometimes. Yes. It's okay. we're not in a hurry, so this is good. Uh,
1: and uh, at least um, it's great that this is though this may seem like an uncomfortable situation, but it it's also good for us it um, gives perspective of what of hurdles that people on the continent, right across the continent, face and overcome to do some of the things that we just do so simply and take for granted
3: that is so true
1: yeah yeah especially for internet connectivity it's 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 an investment actually over there it is a huge investment to have i know um, access to internet connectivity is quite an investment um on on the continent I, i have friends from different countries on the continent and it's the same ex- experience. Um, I think South Africa and Egypt are a little more advanced but other than that, a lot of countries, people invest a lot because there is they, we don't they don't have the infrastructure that we have here um, yeah. on the Western Hemisphere. So all right. I'm sorry for that. we have a good, uh, we have a better, we're, we're gaining. I'm, I'm hoping that we all are gaining appreciation for some of the things that they, overcome just to do simple things like connect with us yeah go ahead uh, all right pardon. Ahead. i'm
2: sorry i'm sorry for that no, it's all right
1: me. it's all right we understand go ahead next slide
2: mr Anan. okay about my career goal currently i'm working on getting to the grad school for my in chemistry program <laughs> because I did my BSc in industrial chemistry, and because I love to contribute to sustainable environment, I would love to go into a course that will enable me to have more knowledge on the society, to contribute to green environments, and to make sure that the environment is clean enough for every one of us to have a better life. So I decided to go into environmental chemistry because I work in, a renewable energy company earlier, where I work as a scientific officer, and my major work there was just to contribute towards rural electrification programs, which I did for a year. But my long-term goal is to become a front, a full-stack or web developer, because currently, that's what I'm doing. I'm on the front end, but so I have a long-term goal to become a full-stack or web developer. But in my pursuit of, uh, Short-end goal, I've tried several, and I've failed, and I keep on see trying, see trying, because I have the mindset that OK, someday, I'll get into the grad school. To this end, I applied to four different schools, Illinois Institute of Technology, where I was considered for an admission in 2020. But I was not lucky enough you know, to have full funding. I was actually offered $14,000, which is not enough for my funding. So I decided to quit this school. Sure. Ever since then, I applied to other schools too, but I've been getting rejection. But hopefully, I hope I get into the graduate school very soon because I've submitted some copies of applications in the last month, and I'm expecting a favorable decision from there. So once I'm able to get this short-term goal of getting my MSc in Environmental Chemistry, you know, it will put me on the right correct right path to be more energetic and to be more focused in pursuing my long-term goal, which is to. Have a waste management campaign. because you know when you come to Africa and especially Nigeria, due to our high population, we tend to mismanage you know, our waste, and that constitutes environmental pollutants in most cases, which is not good for the health. So for someone like me who is a scientist and a chemist, I feel you that's the best way I can contribute to my environment by going into a course that will be favorable to me and my environment that will contribute towards sustainable development goal of Nigeria and that of the world at large. Next slide, please. What to you know about Nigeria? Nigeria is a very, very, a very very, country, a very good country that's full of fun. We are lovely people. Nigeria is the giant of Africa as it's known. It has 36 states and Abuja is the capital city. Apart from that, Nigeria is blessed with many things like natural land. We have Vegetations. We have a lot of things that is attractive in Nigeria. Here. And apart from that, we have the GDP in, in Africa at large. We have a GDP of over $448 billion. And that's very, very huge. Apart from that, we have a lot of crude oil, natural resources, which contributes to the wealth of Nigeria as a country. We are 12th producer of oil in the world. We have abundance. Mineral products, we have abundant uh, petroleum resources, and that makes Nigeria to be wealthy. And apart from that, we are ranked seventh in the world in terms of population. Nigeria has a population of over 203 million people. And apart from that, Nigeria is known to be the most populous African nation. And that is very, very amazing. And due to that population, we have diverse people, we have diverse culture, we have diverse food. And we have diverse tribes. Nigeria has over 250 tribes, although I'm a Yoruba man, which is one of the three prominent tribes in Nigeria. We have Aousa, we have Yoruba, and we have Yidu. Those are just the major ones we have in Nigeria, the, the three prominent language uh, tribes. But we have over 520 spoken languages in Nigeria. You can visit the state in Nigeria, and you find out that people are speaking over 10 different languages. And that makes Nigeria to be a unique nation among other African nations. Next slide, please. Lagos states. You know, you can't mention Nigeria without mentioning Lagos, because Lagos is everything. Lagos has a lot of resources. Lagos is the smallest state in Nigeria, very, very small state, yet it has the highest population. There are over 20 million people living in Lagos state of Nigeria, and Lagos state houses over over let's say half of Nigerians or uh, natural resources, half of Nigerian sports yeah, uh, duties. Yeah. It is one of the fastest growing cities in the world, it is seventh in the world, but in, in Africa, it is the second city. And Lagos State, okay, thank you. Lagos state hey, is a yeah. global city with mega that is. We have various people from every part of the world living in Lagos State, and it has a GDP of over 108 billion, and that's quite much. Lagos State alone is, is, is capable of being a country, only, so comparing the GDP and comparing the uh, population of people living in Lagos State. When you come to Lagos State, you have fun, you do business, you make more money, and you just enjoy life. Next slide, please. Driving investment areas in Nigeria. You know, one of the impact of Apprentice Worldwide on me as an individual is that it opens my eyes to see various business opportunities. It's opened my eyes to also know about you know, new thing that I never thought of knowing before, read books, get to know about uh, resources, materials that are very, very encouraging for people. It's you know, very, very good thing about Apprentice Worldwide. And we can't be talking about Apprentice Worldwide without talking about Investment areas in my nation. Being the giant of Africa, blessed with many resources, one of the business areas is waste recycling. Naturally, every engineer consumes different kind of agricultural waste and agricultural products, rather. So, when consuming agricultural products, the waste ought to be recycled just to have a clean environment, a sustainable environment. But it's just unfortunate that people are fond of, you know, leaking plastic on floor. Listing uh, just littering bottles and sort of junks, which is not okay. So, as a as a chemist, I think going into waste recycling is one of the best business areas that one can do in Nigeria, and not only in Nigeria, in Africa at large. Aside that, internet businesses. Nigeria is the seventh nation that consumes that mixes of internet in the world. We have news, we have vibrant youth that are, that that are smart love using gadgets, they love using laptops, they love using internet, every day. For that reason, we are ranked seventh in the world in terms of internet uh, uses. So for someone who has this mindset of investing in Nigeria, I suggest one of the business areas should be ICT. Apart from that, financial technology, which is FinTech, we have a population of over 200 million. And you can imagine, the need for banking. the need for banking is on the rise every day and this area of business also is very very good to invest in. Apart from that, natural wonders in Nigeria. Woo. next slide, next slide. Let's talk about natural wonders in Nigeria. Fine. Oh my God. I decided to just put these two pictures here because all over the world we have beach, we have different fascinating places to visit. But this our uh, first image here. go is Cold and Hot Spring. One amazing fact about this is that it is not common in the world. In fact, it is believed to be only present in Nigeria. Because, you know, when you visit this place, when you visit this place, you will notice that there is a cold spring and a hot spring, not far from each other. The hot spring has about 70 degrees Celsius for the temperature, while the cold spring has about 10 degrees, you know, The beauty of it is that you see a cold spring and a hot spring not far from each other, and two of them, they meet at the confluence. While meeting at the confluence, the temperature never changes; it still remains the same. That's a mystery. And we can't find this in any part of the world, except in Nigeria. But the other lake we are seeing here, Ado-Hawaii Suspended Lake, it is believed to be the second suspended lake in in the world. The first one is in uh, uh, Colorado. Apart from Colorado, you can as well find this in Nigeria. It is it's suspended because it is found on mountain. It's suspended on mountain, a very large mountain. And before you can climb, before you can get to the top of the mountain, it will take over maybe 362 footsteps before you can get to the top of the mountain. And that is very amazing to be heard. Next slide. Next slide, please. Foodies. I, I am I'm very hopeful that everybody, some of us here, we love food. In fact, someone like me, I love food. And perhaps when you visit a country, especially an African nation, one of those things that will fascinate you most is the food. Because Nigeria, as a country, we have diverse culture, we have diverse people. And with that, we have a lot of food. There are over 1,000 different delicacies here in Nigeria. But I am a Yoruba man, which is one of the top three tribes in Nigeria. So these are the kind of food you will enjoy when you visit my tribe yoruba so the first one we are seeing is an okra soup it's an okra soup which you know it's blended with different meals uh, different kind of meals crayfish and cow skin yeah and a lot of other assorted materials The other one is ebusi soup ebusi literally means melon in english language so it's just a blended melon with vegetable, with meat, and the white substance you are seeing there, it is, it is just a pounded yam. It's a yam that is pounded and smoothed into bonus and that makes and that balances the question of you know eating a busi soup with pounded yam. Why the third one is Obono soup. soup, it's a slippery soup, and it goes well with different different kind of you know like eba eba, I just made from uh, cassava flour. Next slide, please. Wow. One of those things that is amazing about my tribe and in Nigeria is that we have a lot of food, as I said earlier. And these foods, they are locally made. And funny enough, you can't see this in any part of the world. moi is really food that is eaten by the Yorubas. And you can't go to America. When you go to America, you won't find it. If you go to France, you won't find it, except you go to a local restaurant where you can actually get this food material. It's just a grounded. What else? saying, just the memoir is just a grounded beans. It's a grounded beans, and you know it is blended with fish, egg, a lot of more. So it is mostly served on, on on leaf, because in Nigeria here we believe in green environment. We believe in we believe in green environment, and that's. Make us to serve it in in in, in, in leaf, you know. Leaf is degradable so it can easily degrade. The leaf can degrade, then it's cycles exactly itself in the process. So this is pepper soup. Pepper soup is for people like me, someone who loves people who loves taking beer or people who loves taking wine. Pepper soup is the idea. I did. I soup to have to think, you know. It's just a meat with different recipe that is blended together just to give it a. Just to give it a yummy taste, and this thing you can actually get this in, in in any part of the world you can get it, but only in in a Nigerian cuisine. The other one is a roasted plantain and fish. It's a plantain that is roasted, and that tilapia fish served with sauce. It's, it's very it's very very sweet to eat. Wow, this is a fada rice. A fada rice. You can see the presentation there. Your fada rice is you know. Next slide. Next slide, please. Thank you. The ofada rice is you know it's actually called brown rice in English or some people call it natural rice. But what makes it to be unique is that the Yoruba we, we, believe, we believe in tradition, we believe, we believe in nature, so we try to go for anything that can make us you know, to be recognized in the world. And this alfada rice, it's served with chicken, with plantain, egg, and we even use low-cost beans to prepare the, you know, the, the sauce. And it's always very, very sweet to, to have a taste. And beside this um, rice is our uh, fish pepper soup. Like I said, we have the meat. Sorry. I'm sorry. So we have the meat pepper soup. We have the fish pepper soup. Depending on the time, it, it's just a matter of how you, want it, how you want it to be prepared, how you want it to be served, and what you want to take it with. Probably you want to take it with wine or just soft drink or anything. The last one is vegetable soup. Actually, by the time you see the image, the image, the image cannot give you the perfect picture of everything until you have a taste. When you have a taste of this, it is then you know that Nigeria is blessed with a lot of things. Apart from being rich, apart from having diverse culture, they are blessed with you know delicacies that you cannot see in any part of the world. Next slide, Mr. Anna. Next slide, please. Let's connect. This is one of what Apprentice Worldwide taught us as members. We are told to you know connect with people from all over the world, try to meet with people, share thoughts and ideas on different issues. Like I said earlier, I love to develop my IT skills, which is front-end development. I wish to meet with people who can people can assist in terms of providing resources, learning materials that will beneficial to my studies. And aside that, as well scientific research positions are available. I would love to join just to my research. And thank you very much for listening. I look forward to connect with you. I look forward to meet you after the meeting. Thank you, Dr. Olu. You're welcome. Oh my goodness.
1: Fernand, are you hungry? Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
0: You see, I was... The slides because the food was so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm like, what? What is? What is? What is Adebayo here to do right now? <laughs> Come on! I careful. Uh. All of them. Um, Naomi Campbell. Um famously said the uh, four of the vegetable soup that was um, that he showed is is legend she calls it legendary you know um, every foreigner, everyone non Nigerian who I've, I've met who has visited Nigeria talks about pepper soup, talks about egusi. but everybody number one is that vegetable and they always ask me how do you guys prepare it? that you cannot get it anywhere else but from a uh, Nigerian's kitchen, that's it. So I'm sure some of us are already thinking, how can I go taste some of these things? And from the way um, Bayo spoke, you can tell he loves the good life. He's a real Lagos boy who, this starts planning TGIF on Wednesday. That's the life in Lagos. Today
2: it's site. after
1: the by Wednesday, they already say what are we doing this weekend? I mean that's Lagos. You, you there's no city like it. But well, more importantly, um, I'm more excited I'm so excited about the fact that you are really um, plugged into sustainability. Um, what you are working towards your ambitions, um, working um, in waste management, right? Plug really into global sustainability efforts, especially as it pertains to the environment, the econ- um the finances, the economy, and people. Because when you, if not if now when you. <coughs> The waste management. Oh, can we leave that line please so that when you plug when you set up i'm saying when when you set up your waste management um program i also see you as someone who um people from all over the world can partner with um, as a consultant because um, if you can successfully manage waste in Nigeria, I promise you, you will be a global consultant. So I'm I'm excited about the future for you. Um, Such efforts are going to, of course, um, employ quite a number of people. And uh, with the advent of science and technology, you are also plugged into technology. Merging sustainability and technology is, is the way to go um I, I wish you all the best i'm looking forward to having you here in the united states for your masters and seeing how apprentices, all of us can help you achieve those those goals I, i'm just excited about it when i think of you and i remember sustainability i'm like wow he, he's really um he's got his finger on the pulse of of, of things to come so that's great so you're welcome So we're going to the next person here who is, oh my goodness, like I mentioned, she's an entrepreneur. She's someone who just is just an encouragement, right? She's she's an inspiration. She's into risk management and insurance. And at the same time, she's studying commerce um, at the university right there in Nairobi, Kenya. Please welcome, give a warm welcome to Donna Akini from Kenya.
4: Hi, everyone. Hello. Can Can you you hear hear me? me? Yes,
1: we can hear you. Take it away.
4: Okay. Okay, thank you. So it's evening right here in Kenya. Right now, it's around uh, 5.45 PM. So welcome, everyone, from wherever you are. Welcome. It's nice to have you guys here. It's nice for this opportunity. Personally, I've never done something like this before. So, like, I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous. It's just amazing. I'm happy to meet you all. And uh, let me just say that I'm quite nervous. <laughs> I can't hide it. But I hope to, like, to just interact and be good. So, my name is Donna Akinyi Odhiambo. Donna Akinyi Odhiambo. I'm uh, 21 years old. Uh, first, how did I hear about Apprentice Worldwide? I heard about Apprentice Worldwide from uh, Comline. I heard from Comline, from Goodwill. Like, uh, I just joined Goodwill because I saw opportunity of joining and interacting with people. So, like, I told myself, like, just to join it. So, Comline DMed me in my inbox, said, hi, hi. So I just thought it was just another talk. And uh, with the time we came to know each other, and uh, he told me about our Apprentice Waloid. And uh, to cut the long story short, uh, through Comlan, I met Harnan. And uh, I can say that it is the best decision so far that I've taken. I've gotten to learn so much things. I've uh, learned so much. I've connected so much. And I really appreciate her to my age right now. So, yeah, we can just start, basically, you can just kick it off. So, personally, I did, uh, so I was thinking, I was telling myself, what can you present to people? What can uh, you be? So, personally, I can't say much, but I'll just give you a basic introduction, things about myself. So, after that, we can connect more, we can do more, because personally, I'm full of life. I love, 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 love socializing a lot. And I would love to see you in Kenya here. It can be very, very amazing if you come here in Kenya. So we just start it off. We just kick it off. So uh, first slide, please, Hernan. Hello, Hernan. Yeah. So, basically, you can see I'm a fashion girl. <laughs> so, you can say like, uh, I, I, I know style, I know. So, basically, that's my personal information. So, my name, I can repeat again. So, my name is Donna Kinyo Diambo. I was born in uh, 11th October, 1999. So, I'm 21 years old. I'll be turning 22 the coming October. So I was born in a place called Nyanza in Kenya. In Kenya, we have uh, 47 counties. Like you can just say it's region. So there are 47 of them. So I was born in Nyanza. And in Kenya, we have uh, like 47 tribes. And from those tribes, we have different groups. So I'm a Luo, basically. I'm a Luo. I'm a first born girl in our house. I'm the first born girl. I'm the first born daughter. We don't have a male in the house. So the only male in the house is our father. And we like to choose him much about him being the only man in the house. And uh, my mom, my father is a police officer here in Nairobi, Kenya. And uh, my mom, my mom is a tailor. She does all of my dresses. Africa, we are used, like in Nigeria... You, have, you guys have the Ankara's. So here in Kenya, we call it Kitenges. So my mom does all of my dressing, all of my, of my Kitenges. I can just show some of it, some of it like uh, attach some of the pictures. You can just see like they're African-made clothes. So my mom does them all. So my mom is a tailor and uh, my father is a police officer. Uh, I got three siblings. My The past, so I got three siblings. So next slide, please. I the pictures. So yeah, there. So that is my father over there with his uniform. He's a police officer, and that is my mom over there on his on her work. Uh, Next slide. There. So those are my siblings. So on the far left, we have uh, Stacy. Stacy is the one that uh, comes after me. She's uh, she also in the university. And the other one is uh, Judith. See, she is in uh, Form 3. In Kenya, we have the 844 system of education. We do eight years in primary, four years in high school, another four years in college. But here in college, you can spend more time in college uh, depending on the course that you're doing and depending on at which level that you started. So that is Stacey over there and that is Judith. That is just a picture of Judith with some African attire that we love. We love the custom and we love to embrace it. Next slide, please. There so that is my little sister on the far left she's the last one don't worry about the body size she's small but she's really big she's around 13 years old to 14 years old but the you just say that in our family we get small small bodies <laughs> and uh, over there it's still judy and my mom my mom when you when you meet my mom you can actually think that she's my sister because Even Judy has much, she's much bigger than her. So that's my mom. The clothes that they're wearing, what they're putting on, it's one of the handmade of my mom. That's what she does. Next slide, please. So so basically, that's about my family. That's about my family background. So my activities, what do I do personally? Personally, uh, activities. I can't say that I'm much of a, you know, people like you say, I love swimming, I love dancing. Nah, I'm not good at any of them. So one thing I love is karate. I do karate. I take karate classes. <laughs> Actually, even this week, we are having, a, we're having interclasses here in our university. So that is me over there on the far right with one of my club members. So we do karate. If someone has ever done karate, we can just talk our own language, our own karate language personally. So personally, I'm a karate person. I love karate. People do ask me, like, uh, people think that if I do karate, I can beat them. I wonder, why do someone have to ask, like, can you beat me now that you're doing karate? Personally, I can't. Personally, if anything were to happen right now and uh, there was something like uh, to fight, I can't fight. We will just have to run. God for us all. I love peace. So I can't really beat a person. But I do karate. So those are just some of the photos that are of mine in my karate club. Next slide. Yeah, still still my karate club. So if you want personal training you can talk to me well, so I do karate, so my education background, so, as I told you earlier on, we have eight for four system in Kenya, eight years you spend eight years in primary school, four years in high school and uh, another four years in uh, college so. Personally, I started uh, my eight years in uh, in a school called Tuala Academy here in Nairobi, Kenya. And uh, high school, I went to a school called Ambassador Pamela Mboya Girls, it's in Nyanza. And in college here, I'm at the Cooperative University of Kenya. It's in Karen, Nairobi. First, I did a diploma course, risk management and insurance, and I graduated so now I'm doing a bachelor of commerce. We haven't yet. Uh, we haven't yet specialized. We haven't yet specialized in our courses. I think that is what we'll be doing coming the next semester. Next slide, please. So yeah, as you can see there, that's me with my gown over there. That is a graduation of risk management and insurance. Yeah. So, life in Kenya. Next slide. Life in Kenya. There. Yeah. So, first of all, Kenya is, I bet none of you have never heard about Kenya. You all have heard about Kenya. Kenya is a beautiful country. Very beautiful. Kenya is the place that you should all crave to be. In Kenya, we have three cities, main cities. Nairobi is our capital city. We have Kisumu and we have Mombasa. So Nairobi is our capital city here in Kenya. And uh, we have 47 counties. Counties are the regions that have been divided. We have the 47 counties in Kenya. And uh, we also have some uh, different counties accommodate different people from different tribes. We have 47 languages in Kenya. We have 47 languages, but the main language here is uh, English and Swahili. You all people have heard the Swahili. I know you people just know Jambo. I know majority of them know Jambo, because that is a Swahili word. So Swahili is our main uh, language here in Kenya, Swahili and English. And uh, we have different cultures, very many cultures. We have different groups, ethnicity groups. We have uh, different, uh, what can I say? We have different people from different groups according to the migration during the colonial period. So in Kenya, the settlement, people settled according to the migration, how their ancestors settled. So you find we have like four groups in Kenya. We have the Bantus, we have the Nilots, and we have the Kushites. So those are the major, those are the major language group in Kenya. Under this group, there are different languages combined in them. So total, we can say we have forty-seven tribes in Kenya. And uh, on your far left, on the top, that is a a picture, a very rare picture. That is a picture of Nairobi. Then followed by Mombasa, and then Kisumu. Uh, Next slide. So Kenya is known for its tourism. Tourism. Kenya is known for tourism. Very much. So many tourist attractions. We also have, I had Comlan say about uh, being unique about it. We also have something like that in Kenya. We have uh, Lake Magadi. It's a hot spring lake. It's where like, you can boil an egg over there. So we also have an outspring lake here in Kenya. I forgot to put it there, but we also have something like that in Kenya. It's not only Nigeria, but it's also here in Kenya. In Kenya, we have uh, different, so many, so many tourist attraction things. We have so many animals, wild animals. We have so many game parks. We have, I just can't name them all, but there are so many. We have the big five here in Kenya, as you can see. There are so many, to, like, you guys You should just come over for the week, like, for just vacation and just tour Kenya. It's just a beautiful place to be. in So those are just a little bit of something that Kenya as a country offers. Yeah, so next slide. So you can just see still, beautiful slide. Yeah, continue. Yeah, so let us talk about food. Food. <laughs> Although I think you could have taken breakfast because we bringing another set of food here. So, so we have uh, different cultures having different kind of food. Different cultures embrace different... Like we can say, like for me personally, I'm a luo, I'm a nilotic speaker. So personally, you can say that for us, we are well known as uh, fish, we eat fish, fish eaters, is based, something like that. So each culture in Kenya, each tribe can be recognized with different meals. So, But our basic and our most staple food is ugali sukumawiki. Ugali is a, what can I say? Ugali is maize flour. It is prepared using maize flour, ugali. So we call it ugali. And uh, you eat it with the different meals. So we have Sukumawiki, we have uh, beef. We have so many food. But basically, ugali and uh, we also have githeri. Githeri is a, a mixture of rice and beans. That is how we call it here. So many food here in Kenya, ugali, sukumawiki. Sukumawiki is a Kiswahili word, meaning pushing the weak. It's basically like the cheapest food that you can afford here in Kenya. Uh, It goes for around 10 Kenyan shillings. So like it's one of the basic food and the cheapest food that one can afford here in Kenya. So that is why we call it Sukumawiki. It pushes the week for us. And uh, yeah, so basically food, there's so many food here. We have Mutura. Mutura, how can I put it in, uh, in English? We can say Mutura is a uh, mincemeat. There's something that it is, it's, there's somehow that is being prepared. And mainly, the funny thing, let me just tell you, guys, the funny thing about Mutura is that this Mutura thing, you eat it only in the evening. Like during the day, over the day, you can't find it. So most people prefer it over the evening. Like people joke around that it is sweet with the darkness the darkness brings its sweetness. So, so there's something called Mutura here. So it's just basically got so many food here. Uh, next, I'll just like to talk about, so basically that's about the food over here in Kenya and many more, many more. So I like to talk about my achievements so far and my goals and my dream. Um, next slide. achievements there. So basically, I'm just uh, 20, 21 years old. And basically, I can't say that uh, I've achieved much. Sorry, uh, I'm having a power shortage here. But I hope you can hear me well. Uh, as you can see, uh, I can not say that uh, my achievements so far, basically, I'm just 21 years old. But I'm an ambition. I'm ambitious person, very, very much ambitious. So basically, I see opportunity in everything that I have. I see opportunity in everything that I like I get to say, I see opportunity and everything. So currently, being a firstborn girl, being a firstborn daughter like is a challenge for me personally. Like, I love this. I love seeing, if there's something that motivates me, seeing a woman driving a car, seeing a lady driving a car is a big motivation for me. So personally, I love being independent at my age. I love being independent. I love being like, uh, not asking, having to ask my father for upkeep money. You see, something like that. So basically what uh, I've achieved so far I've opened up a small business. You can't say that it's just big, but at least for me, it has just helped me a lot. Uh, It has helped me some, some I there's this one time I will pay my own rent using the small business that I do. So what you can see over there, the pictures that you can see, the colors you can see, green, orange, purple. So those, those, what you can see over there is called Mabuyu in Kiswahili. We call it Mabuyu. English, we call it the boabab seeds. Boabab seeds, are, how can I put it? Babab seeds, the, you, how is, it is prepared using the boabab seeds itself, sugar, and uh, some citric acid, and uh, some food color. So basically, I started this business. I saw it as an opportunity when I was home. Especially when COVID hit and uh, we were at home with with nothing to do, just idle. So I thought to myself, can't I open up a business? Because these things attract little children. So where I live in Nairobi, we have so many kids around. So I saw this as a, an opportunity for me to just open up something. And uh, till now, I've never regretted it because anytime the school closed, I, I do go for a stock. So basically, how does this business work for me? So I go for a wholesale, a, a wholesale price at uh, 1,000 Kenyan shillings. 1,000 Kenyan shilling is around $10, 10 US dollars. So basically, when I go for a thousand Kenyan shillings, it will give me around uh, 90 to 100 pieces. They come as and they come when they are already packed. So at this nine to 10, they come 90 to 100 pieces, are thousand Kenyan shillings. They come 90 to 100 pieces. So basically one piece, I do sell it for 10 shillings. No, no, 20 shillings. I do sell it for 20 shillings. So we can say that from 90 pieces from the first stock, I usually make uh, 1,800 shillings. Remember, I went with uh, 1,000 shillings. So I do make a profit of 800 Kenya shillings. So I can basically say that uh, the stock can take about, uh, let's say, five, five, to, 5 to 10 days maximum. So this 1,800 shillings, I take uh, 1,000 shillings. 800, I go, take another stock. 200 shillings, I usually use it for my transportation. So basically, I do pocket around 800 shillings. So if I keep saving it, by the end of the month, I usually have 3,100 shillings. 3,100 shillings, so much money in Kenya. You can do a lot of things. It can be your upkeep. Like you can buy so much things without having to bother your parents. So basically, that is what I've been doing so far. My business, my small business. And uh, what I'm doing also, apart from the Mabuyu's, Mabuyu, as you can see over there, those just pictures of the Mabuyu. Yeah, thank you over there. So yes, there. Thank you. That slide over there. As you can see below the Mabuyu, we have uh, some jewelry. So I decided to expand, you know, as an entrepreneur, as an inspiring entrepreneur, as an inspiring, uh, as an inspiring entrepreneur, and, and as an inspiring person that wants to develop in business. You can't just stick to one thing. You can't just stick to one thing. So I've, I've decided to expand my business. So what I do is a jewelry business, as you can see over there. So how does this also work for me? So I go for a wholesale price of the 400, 1,000 bob also. For these jewels, I get around 20 pieces. And uh, each piece goes for, when I go for a wholesale price, they do sell it for 40 shillings to 50 shillings. So when I come and sell it here, you can, you can just see the beautiful jewels. So when I come to sell it here, I sell it for 100 to 150 Kenya shillings, depending on the jewel, depending on the type. As you can see, you can just scroll around and see it. So depending on the jewel, depending on the type, I do sell it for 100 Kenya shillings or 150 Kenya shillings. So you can just basically say that out of the stock, uh, it only takes like two to, I guess, three days to finish the stock of the jewels. So basically, I can say that within two days, I usually go back for another stock. So let's, uh, So basically, out of the jewels, I do make like 2,500 Kenya shillings. And in this 2,500 Kenya, Kenya shillings, I do keep uh, 1,000 for drawback. And two hundred for my transport. So what goes back in my pocket each after two days or three days is around one thousand three hundred Kenya shillings. After two days, so basically a month I can make uh, nine thousand seven hundred and fifty Kenya shillings. Some cash that if I could ask my father right now, it could just be, we could be. I could. It could take him long to give me that cash. So basically, I've learned to depend on myself through this business. I just feel like, uh personally, I have to do more, and I've, I'm saying that I've never, I've not achieved much yet. I'm still growing, but I'm into entrepreneurship. I'm into businesses, and um, yeah. So basically, those are the writings I've just illustrated. Basically, how the business works for me, how I get some profit, and uh yeah, what what I I get. Next slide, please. So basically, when you're an entrepreneur, uh, you have dreams, you have goals, you have a goal to expand your business, or you have a long-term thing to do. So basically, uh, what I dream of, what I have, and a goal that I have is, uh, I like as an entrepreneur, I, Kenya is a tourist. No, it's a tourism sector. So many tourism take place here in Kenya. So basically I would love to start and like, not start, because there are Airbnbs in Kenya. There are so many Airbnbs, but personally, I want to bring something unique from the Airbnb, like uh, just using of containers, structuring them. I know that uh, out there, there are so many, there are so many developed, but here in Kenya, you can't find them so like i want to use some creativity develop some airbnbs using containers and uh yeah so that is just my dream and uh i'm happy very happy to be part of uh, apprentice worldwide it's an opportunity for me and uh, i'm very open to any work i'm very open to ideas i'm very op- i thank dr olu she's our mentor I thank Dr. Nan personally, all mentors, and I thank everybody for the opportunity. I believe that with time, I will grow. And uh, yes, we can link up if you have any, whatever. So you can just see me, we can just link up for anything. Yeah, thank you. I'm open to any question.
1: Oh my goodness, I'll, I'll first say congratulations. You are, she. We, we're just seeing here a CEO of tomorrow that is gonna be all over the world right here because she's talking about the numbers offhand. hand. I mean, you can see the math, she breaks it down so easily for us to digest. And I know it's not as simple as that. There are nuances where, um, to these math that seem so simple, but taking the initiative, Right, the drive and the leadership that you show your siblings and not just your siblings, your entire family right, and community is really inspiring. So thank you so much for sharing uh, yourself with us. You think you've not done much? I mean, can you imagine that? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're taking care of yourself, taking care of handling responsibilities at your age. And um, that's quite commendable, I have to tell you. So
4: go, girl you go thank you you're welcome thank you so we've
1: we've met one fashionista already (laughs) we're going to meet another fashionista and um she's presenting last but she definitely is not the least by any standard she's a humanitarian if that i mean just that is it she's humanitarian she's a she's also a model right <laughs> right but she's a humanitarian at the model peace forum um, and she volunteers there she lives in Uganda she's a student as well um, at the University of makarere there which is a really popular and highly respected university that I'm, I knew of um, I've known of rather for quite a long time so please give a warm welcome to uh, Miriam Naigaga
3: Thank you, Dr. Olu. Thank you, Hanan, for this opportunity. Um, I'm really, really excited and I'm nervous as well, (laughs) because like, Donna, I've never done this before. Like, it's so, like, my nerves are like, (gasps) like, you know, but it's really exciting. I'm actually going to be, oh, sorry that I'm going to be actually talking to you guys today. I'm super excited. Ah, I'm really excited. Yeah. So, Hanan, if you can help me and share the slides and just dive into it. Okay, so my name is Miriam Nora Nigaga. I am from Uganda and I named my presentation, Bulunjibwansi, which is a Luganda word in Uganda from a tribe in central Uganda. And uh, Bulunjibwansi means the goodness of the world. Yeah, next slide please. So about myself, you, I introduced myself. My name is Nagaga Miriam Nora. I am a student at the University of Makere in Kampala. I am offering social work and social administration. First of all, I didn't want to do social work at first, but I was like, you know what? Let me just do it after all, because I got it on a scholarship and I was like, let me just do it. Because everyone was like, law you can be articulate and all that but as like you know I, I think social work chose me because I'm a person that loves people I like to talk to people and I like being around people so in my free time I like to cook I like to do arts I like my hands are like creative I like doing those little little DIY projects unfortunately I didn't share pictures of them but uh Maybe you can DM me and or message me, and I like show you what I like do. I'm a volunteer at Uganda's Little Hands Go Green, and My Kid Is a Superstar. They are two different entities, but the same. Like they just this one is about children talking about environment, and My Kid Is a Superstar is about children becoming. I don't know how to say it, but children being outspoken and being superstars and heroes, like how it is, my kid is a superstar. Yes, yeah, so I am uh, currently part of the best, best, like when I say best, I say best networks I have yet landed on and it's apprentice worldwide. I actually, it was, let me say it was luck. It was luck to get to this, Network because I I was like on Google and this ad for goodwill goodwill because I deleted the app because of space sorry so goodwill comes on goodwill yes goodwill comes on and I'm like oh let me just take it on let me just see so I go and I see this person is always. Actually, posting every time, and it was Comlan. I was like, oh, okay, let me just message him and say hi. So, we started talking. I started asking him about different scholarships and all that, and we became friends. He actually, we are like now personal friends, which is rare to actually do with someone that you've just met online. So, I actually thank Comlan so much for making me join this. He referred me and I'm really, really happy about it. I am very ambitious, I am business oriented, I am goal oriented, and I'm always willing to listen. Even though you are telling me, you know what Miriam, you're doing something bad. I will listen to you. (laughs) I will still listen to you. Yes, about me being business oriented, I have a plug, I call it Mimi plug, because my name, Miriam, nickname is Mimi. So I call it Mimi Plug, which I thrift clothes. I thrift clothes. Those are second hand clothes and I like resell them since I'm at like campus. I resell them to girls, mainly ladies' clothes, because you know girls like to dress. Yes. So I I really like to sell these clothes, I sell them for like, I buy them like at $1 and sell them like at $3. And then I get a profit of of what, of $2, which is really something, yeah? So my life really rotates around one principle, which is if you have a problem, you have to face it. Like if something comes up and you know what, just face it, it will go, you're not going to die. Just do it, like, just do it. Yes, next slide, please. So these are some of the images from Bulunjiwansi. I was talking to these little children on stage about uh, environment, about how to take care of themselves, clean their environment, about sanitation, asking them questions and all that. Next slide, please. Uh, after talking to these children, we actually had uh, an activity of planting trees. This tree in particular was named after me. It was called Miriam. It was a guava tree. Uh, Uganda's little hands go green likes to plant fruit trees instead of compound trees because, you know, everyone will say, oh, I'll plant this tree and, you know, I'll get a fruit out of it, which is okay, provides the fruit and provides the shed at the same time, so it's killing two birds with one stone. And uh, next slide, please. Um, after tree planting activities, we gave these children some milk, which is that milk. We gave them some milk just to be happy that we actually also gave them something. Uh, we left the school with so many smiles, oh good. It was really, really amazing to see these smiles. Next slide, please. Oh my goodness. I love, 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 love this child. I wish I could actually meet her again. She is called Juliet. I can't forget her name. She came up to me and she's like, oh, Auntie, can we please take a picture? You really inspire me. I like the way you talk. I want to be like you and all that. I was like, oh, okay, let's take a picture. And we we took a picture. I love this picture. I post it everywhere, like almost every time. I really love this picture and I love the girl too. Next slide, please. So where Yonje is more like keeping the sanitation around you clean, the environment. It's um under KCCA, which is Kampala Capital City Council Authority, and these guys are also about environment, so under Uganda's Little Hands Go Green, and on behalf of it, I was like teaching the children also about where Yonje, which is the sanitation, which also leads to Wansi, which is the goodness of the world, teaching people how to keep the environment and talk about the environment so that they learn about it. Next slide, please. So um, Uganda is a landlocked country in East Africa, whose capital city is Kampala. Uganda is neighbored by Kenya, Tanzania, Rwanda, and South Sudan. According to the last population census in 2019, 55% of the population are 18 years and below, which makes most of the population young. That means like, (laughs) I don't know how to say it, but we are so many young people, which has like this future, like I see future ahead if so many, people are young and motivated rightly I, I think the future is going to be bright. The, the most common food in Uganda, which is matoke, there's sweet potatoes, there's kalo, there's malewa, there's posho, which is like also ugali in Kenya. There are beans. I think everything that everyone eats, just that I think we prepare them just differently, but we eat the same food. Uganda has diverse landscapes, such as its snow capped mountain Renzori, which is the largest and biggest mountain in Uganda. The longest river in the world, which is the river Nile, has its source coming from Uganda, which is really amazing. Like we have the source of the Nile in Uganda. You get, it's a definitely must see, you need to, you need, you need to actually be here and see it. The, the waves are actually like as if boiling from where the, the center is. You can't go there because you may drown, but there, it's like boiling a bit. That's like the source of denial. So um, we also have game parks, Queen Elizabeth. We have uh, a Falls game park, which are definitely must see for all of you guys. Next slide, please. Um, This is the matoke that I actually talked about earlier. Matoke is bananas, which is, okay, I will not say it's plantain, but it's bananas. uh, I think it's, I don't know, a species of, of bananas that are boiled, they are boiled and then smashed like in banana leaves. And then that's what brings out the matoke in it, yeah. Next slide, please. Um, Malewa is eaten by the Bagisu of Eastern Uganda. This is a tribe in Eastern Uganda that stay on mountain Elegon. And, you know, like on mountains, sometimes there are usually like forests and, you know, bamboo trees. So Malewa is gotten from bamboo, which are the roots. Malewa are the roots of the bamboo. And these are like really washed well and there's no soil on it, they're, they're washed well. And then they're cut in small pieces. Sometimes they put granite paste in it. It's really, really delicious. You you won't believe that you're actually eating roots, but you'd be eating roots actually. Next slide, please. Kalo, um, Kalo is uh, Practically almost like posho sure or ugali, but this is made from millet flour and it's eaten by the tribes in northern Uganda. It's eaten with beans, you can have it with beef, chicken, uh, skumawiki for Kenya, you can have it with that. Yeah, but I, I think you can have it with any type of sauce. Yeah. Next slide, please. Nature, Markson Falls. As you can see, it's really, really beautiful. It almost looks like Victoria Falls. (laughs) No, but, well, this is our Victoria Falls. It's really, really beautiful. And this is just like the landscape part of it. You should see it from like maybe a portrait view, which is really, really, really beautiful. You need to see it. Next slide, please. Oh, this is also another landscape, another landscape um, view of Markson Falls, but without the rainbow this time, I think at sunset. Next slide, please. So, my goals and dreams. One of my goals is to own one of the biggest thrifting stores in Uganda that I'm going to call Mimi Plug because I know I'm already growing my Mimi Plug right now so that in the future, when I'm done with like university, I am not just unemployed. I have where to start and I won't be like at home, just there, like without work. Maybe if it grows bigger, maybe I'll employ my friends if they're like not having jobs. And, you know, so that we grow together. This world, you need to be with others so that you grow. Yeah. So um, my other goal is to own a fast food restaurant. I really love cooking. I think I mentioned that about myself. I love cooking. I can stress cook. I will at least forge a recipe. I will do anything. As long as I get something out of any food, I will try to just do anything to get something really nice. And uh, my friends usually say, oh, Mimi, I really like your food. I think you should start a restaurant in the hostel. And, <laughs> and, uh, and the custodian is just ready to chase me out if I do that. <laughs> so I want to call my restaurant The Orange, uh, targeting mainly foreigners, because I, I think that foreigners are going to be like, I feel they are my target market, because I feel they'll bring in the foreign currency and it's all about that. I want to like have that foreign currency thing. Um, I also want to open up uh, an orphanage stroke shelter for those that aren't able to meet their physiological needs. Like as a social worker, I really, really feel empathetic when uh, people do not have these needs? Their basic needs. They don't have food yet. You can actually do something when someone doesn't have. You go to like markets and you like try to. Because as recently in a in a volunteering thing called Habana Haba, which is a food bank, where I would like go to markets and get food, which like let me say it's okay. It's not overstayed, but you know most times in a market when food foodstuffs have remained for like a day, they aren't really as fresh as they were from the garden. So most people will like just leave them, oh no, they are not fresh. So they will just go and throw them. Yet actually some people can use these food, these food items to actually make food. So I, I, I want to go through that principle and get such food and at least give these people food who can't meet their needs that's really really one of my goals and dreams i really want to pursue it and i really pray it happens thank you all for listening and i am really waiting for any question and thank you
1: oh thank you for sharing your um story with us yourself with us um your joy radiates through <laughs> <laughs> through the um, t- through the technology we're using through the Zoom, right? And uh, it's infectious. So I've got to say that. Also, your drive it's infectious. But for three of you, your drive is so infectious that I mean, all three of you were speaking, and I was. Evaluating, you know, goals and things I wanted to do, and looking at um, the arc, the trajectory of my career and my life. To you're so um, inspirational, I have to say that. And um, that girl, you will see her again. Uh, I believe that you you will see her again. <laughs> and please let us know when you <laughs> when you meet with her. And um, yeah, that's great. I would. As you were talking, I was think I thought of the uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You know, the foundation, you have the core foundation itself. I have the learning center, there into a lot of learning and um, bridging gaps inequ- of, of inequity. So um, I'm sure a number of us, we can look at things we can do with, uh, with you to help connect you with these large organizations that can help um, expand what you've already started doing you are you have your finger on the pulse of the of your people and you're reaching them and you're making an impact and it will be our honor to actually be connected with you in any way that that we can and expand your operations so i want to say thank you to the three of you for sharing yourselves with us you've enriched us i i tell you you've enriched me and i can say on behalf of everyone else you've enriched us this morning so i'll hand over to hernan um so that he can you know facilitate the q a
0: thank you all <clears throat> you know i'm just without words uh you guys are beautiful people yeah. and uh i'm so proud of you and this is only the beginning for you guys. Right. So, uh, you know, you remind me so much about me and coming from the small island and making it no. And I am at the other side and I'm just, you know, you're so beautiful. So, you know, let me calm my emotions and let the mentors, uh, ask you any questions, Michelle, Joao, our new mentor, now I'm adopting him as well. And uh, what do you guys think about these amazing people?
5: You are a meme. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and now I have a mood.
5: Yes, uh, I, what I'm saying is uh, I would like to start because I'm like Renan, this is uh, so inspirational inspirational, and, and I, I'm, a, I'm a emotional as well. But uh, well, thank you Renan for the invitation and uh, I, I would love to, and I am in the process of applying for my retirement. And I'm gonna have uh, time available and I would love to continue my mentoring uh, experience because I have, uh, th- I have uh, had the opportunity to mentor at the bank uh, for quite some time. And uh, this would be great. But uh, just one thing, just to summarize, not to take uh, too, too much of the time. I I would like to to give uh, to pass my experience, and it is related to uh, purpose in life and mission. I have always been looking for an answer for purpose and mission because uh, this is something that I loved. Well, I, I had a very successful career but I always question me, is it really what I came from to do? This is, this is the work. Uh, I'm happy with many things, but I wasn't so happy with, the, with others, especially to charge interest because this is something that uh, enriching bankers is something that uh, bothers me for a long time. But then, then this question, uh, I came with this since my early 20s, and now I'm reaching 62. But only the other day that I have realized about what purpose is for me. And I hope this can help you guys if one of you are looking for purpose in life and also mission. And uh, one thing that I've learned, uh, two things that has uh, followed me during my career is do as best as you can whatever you are doing right now and that opportunities will come and the other one is keep on top of your job don't fear failure do it right now so these two uh phrases or uh, kind of advices uh, followed me, but still I was I wasn't so happy because I was still looking for my purpose and mission. The problem is that I was so much focused on my job, on my work. And then the answer was already, since I was young, the answer was already with me, but I couldn't realize what the answer was. I was very much focused in, on, on my work and that was my mistake. And just the other day that I have realized that purpose is do as best as you can whatever you are doing right now. But not only, uh, in your work, it is about everything, about taking care of your health. It's about the work. It's about helping other people, your voluntary work that you do. It it is about enjoying life. And if you sum up everything that you have done during the day, at the end of the night, you thank God for everything that you have done on everything. This is the purpose of life. Do as best as you can, whatever you are doing right now. Not only about work, it's about life, it's about everything that you do, try to do your best. That was my big answer that I was looking for. The other thing is I was asking, well, what about mission? And mission, it was another thing that I realized. After a lot of work looking for this, so it was about 40 years looking for those answers. And then mission, i realized this, you have to search for, you have to look for your talents. And then the, the question is, how can you find uh, your talents? Your, your gifts, sometimes you don't know, you are not so sure about them but ask whoever is close to you, your friends, your spouse, your brother, sister, parents, they know what your talents are. They are the ones that will help you figure out, your mentors especially will, will help you a lot with that searching for your talents. And then, The other thing of your mission is try to align your talents with the activities that you are doing, because in the activities uh, that you you should focus your, your, your talents are those that give you the most pleasure doing it. And so these are my main answer for purpose and mission. Purpose, do whatever you do as best as, as you can, whatever you are doing right now, and mission is always look for your talents. Try to focus them on activities that you like the most. Obviously, you do activities that you are not uh, very talented, but you are, suppo- you are supposed to do them because it's not, you cannot only pick your activities that you could apply your talents. But if you're focused on those, you enjoy the most and you apply your talents, that is your mission. And so this is what I would like to pass on for these girls and uh, because they are young and I'm so inspired by what these two girls are doing and uh, the potential that they have uh, before them, uh, the potential that they have in the future. And I congratulate the well the girls and the in and the, and the 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 boy. I'm sorry that I'm forgetting about you, and uh, but uh, you you guys have a, a great potential. And so this activity of uh, recycling, so it's something that I like a lot. I always thought about it. The activities of selling things. I used to do a little bit of this selling fruits at the beginning of my. Of my entrepreneurial life, and uh, I saw your your mother uh, sewing, you know, uh, your clothes and everything, uh, and and then this uh, voluntary work of the the this girl to do her fast food, her uh, tourism, uh, well related. Well, the the other thing I forgot is the oh, drifting. And, and then uh, the last one is this voluntary work, the orphanage that she wants to, to put together. So this is all inspirational and uh, I congratulate you all. You are on your right way and I'm sureing that you are applying your talents and look for them, have this purpose and amplify your purpose in life and uh, look for, try to do and looking for more of your talents and congratulations in your, in your careers. And I
0: wish you the best. So <clears throat> by the way, now that I compose myself, two things that I, that I, that I add, so Joao and our are friends, not, not only because we do business together, but you could tell why, right? We are, you know, this is a, a loving man that, that you have many things in common, but most importantly, this is what we what we really do here, right? This is not charity work, right? We don't, we don't give money to people. This is not the purpose of Apprentice Worldwide. You have the talent already, right? When I met you, you were talented, right? We're just giving you a platform so you can expand what you're doing, right? You're not asking for charity. You're working very hard, right? And you sell your services and people appreciate your services and they give you money in exchange, right? So this is what I want to clarify. Whenever people think of Africa, they think, uh, you know, people are giving money to, to people in Africa. The reality is that we have very many talented people that just want to you know, showcase who they are and what they do, and if what they do is of value, right, then people can buy it, right. And even if they don't buy it, it's still a value because it's it's personal, right. So I don't make we don't make one cent here, right. Uh, and, and 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 that's the entire point. What I tell people is, you don't need money to do the right thing, right. And and I've been struggling with that for six years. Everybody knows, Hernan, we should do a non-for-profit to to give money. We don't need the money, okay? What we need is each other. This is what we need, okay? Uh, And we invest in each other's lives, right? So people think we're giving speeches and, and present people, and then we don't see them again. Absolutely not, right? We're going to be here with each other along the way as long as we can. OK, so I'm, I'm very proud of you guys, but again, now that I compose myself, I can tell you that this is the the what we're trying to do here. What We're trying to do is, you know, we showcase each other, we promote each other, we help each other. But we are uh, like what you all said is together. Right. Together, together, not alone. Right. Together, because we need each other. We're not. I don't have all the talents, right, Donna. Uh, is it reminded me of something that I don't have. You have a talent for managing money. Right? I don't I have I don't have that talent. Okay. This is what my my wife does. My wife manages the money. Okay. And this taking care and writing all these things in very detail uh is a skill that is needed. So if I cannot do that, I need a person in my life to complement to be able to move that part forward. And you guys, you know, we all complement each other. So again, just just remember these things. Before we end up, uh, I know Michelle, who has been with us for a while, maybe wants to say a few words to you guys. And I'm so happy that you can meet her as well.
6: Sorry. I went off and on, so I had to, I got onto my phone, but um, very inspiring. And, and I, it's just amazing just being, um, you know, across uh, on the other side of the world and, and what your impact and what you're doing now and, and still continuing your education. And one of the things that I would love for you to, you know, take away is everyone, um, when giving their presentation, send my dreams. And this is what I would like. Um, know that, you know, your future, that you control your destiny and you're currently doing it now and you're currently already having a p- plan in place and just continue to go forward with that. And um, any help I can give you, um, I have been part of this organization for quite some time since kind of the beginning and I'm an entrepreneur myself. Um, I've grown through, you know, uh, throughout the years as well and been in multiple different industries Um, But anything I can give back to you, um, any advice, um, it's not going to be, you know, it's sometimes you'll have challenges. Sometimes you'll you'll fear. I've heard that. Sometimes you will feel that you failed. But always remember and go back to you. What was your purpose? Why did you do it? And what are you trying to impact and how are you trying to change the world? And realize sometimes we have to do a self-check resume. Oh, I I haven't really done anything great. I heard that earlier. I'm only just starting a little bit. Realize you've made that first step. And that first step is the biggest one. And even if you just impact one person's life, you're impacting already and you're doing something. So though you may think you're doing something small, you may have changed that little girl's life. You've made it change with any type of uh the waste management or even just giving back to the community, you may have impacted someone's life that you may never know that you have. So just keep pushing forward. Um, and I'm so I I'm so glad you guys chose to be with Apprentice and uh, I'm excited to see your journey uh, with us and, and see two to three years from now, how big everything that you're doing and the impact you're gonna give to the world.
0: Thank you, Mimi too. <laughs> By the way, uh, one final thing, um, one final lesson that I want to impart is in you're learning many things at the university, at school. Um, we you, know, still encounter the university of life, right? And in the university of life, there's a few professors that you're going to meet. And the first professor that you're going to meet, that is the one that's going to teach you the most unfortunately, is professor mistake, right? So when you make mistakes in life, right, I made mean many, these mistakes, this professor comes uninvited all the time and teaches me these lessons. So that, that, that professor in this university is the one that's going to teach you the most. Now you want to avoid that, that professor as much as you can, but it's inevitable. Okay. But the other, the professor that teaches you the least is Professor Fear, okay? So whenever you don't wanna learn anything, Professor Fear is around, right? He's not gonna let you learn anything, right? Therefore, you have to bring in, and this is the one that you exchange, you know? You have to kick him out and bring the other professor in exchange. You bring Professor Courage. So the second one that teaches you the most is professor courage now i hope that you meet professor courage a lot more than professor mistake but do not be afraid of professor mistake because those are the biggest lessons that you'll learn and hopefully because you learned the, from professor mistake you will never make it again right and the good thing is this professor comes not only to you but to your friends and whether teaching lessons to your friends, you know what? Sometimes like you have a Zoom and you're looking at somebody else's Zoom, this is the one that I want you to look at, right? The professor mistake, teaching somebody else and you listening uh, to that professor on the side, okay? Because he's gonna teach you great lessons, uh, particularly when they happen to somebody else, okay? So again, the University of Life, right? The other thing I want to say uh, is, you know, there's no coincidence, right? Uh, 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 Mimi was saying it before. She randomly, right? Randomly got a, an app randomly. There's no randomness here. Okay. We were meant to be together, right? I tell us to come on all the time when we chat and we laugh, right? We're meant to be together. Okay. So just embrace that blessing that we get and let's make the best out of it. Okay. We, you know, I didn't, I didn't expect that we were gonna be an award-winning organization when I started hanging out with people, having coffee and drinks in Miami. Okay, I didn't think I was gonna be in Africa, uh, or or in India or wherever. Right, uh, changing changing the world one leader at a time. Right, and 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 but we're here. Right, God knows where we're going, but it doesn't matter. The journey, right? The journey. Is what really matters, right? Uh Joao said it well. No, sometimes you're you're finding the mission and you don't accomplish, you think you're not accomplishing. Just uh bio just by reaching out to Donna, just change her life. And you don't you don't uh you know we have to acknowledge these things. Your mission is to continue doing what you're doing, Joao said it now, right? Every day, and that and that you continue doing it doesn't matter if you're 21. Or 62, by the way, doesn't matter. We we keep doing what we can and what we have. And before I leave and we finish, I want to go back to my friend Olu. By the way, the real inspiration here for me into doing something in Africa is Olu. Uh, Olu is just a, you know, it's just a great example of a leader that just took whatever she had and made it something great, right? She works for one of the greatest companies in the United States, a Fortune 500, and it's making and it's doing it, right? So I'm so glad that she can be a source of inspiration for you guys, a little closer to your experience, right? But again, we we all have these things in common. We, we started when we were young and had nothing, a lot of us. And, and we just made with our lives the best that we could with what we had. Okay. Um, I see that Ignacio is uh, joining us. By the way, Ignacio uh, and I met when we were 20 years old and he's uh, my best friend Uh, and we went to college together and he works for for another Fortune 500. We were just having coffee laughing at you guys. Uh, So by the way, Ignacio, I know you came late but I have the recording for you uh, so you don't have to worry about it, okay? All right, but Ignacio is here in Miami uh, as well. We just had a good time. You probably saw him in the pictures of our event that we had on on uh, Thursday. Uh, he was the one that inspired me to do the first live in person event. We need we needed to see each other, right? Too many people were uh, being wanting that moment, and we uh, this is our our our, our first time. Uh, again, any anything else, Olu?
1: I mean, what else can we say? Um, But the only thing I'll add to it is, as you meander through um, life, we're We're here with you. Uh, We're here for you. And uh, one thing uh, is don't be afraid to be the only, don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to walk into a room where you think nobody looks like you, or sounds like you, or speaks like you. I remember when I joined Apprentice, I had quite a number of um, people who were not an Apprentice asking me, "What are you doing <laughs> to be blunt? What are do you doing with these Spanish people? What are do you doing with these Latino people?" You know, I was the only person of African descent, you know, uh, in Apprentice. But like I started out, what, what um, like I said, when we started this um, event, when you are in front of someone, the unspoken question is, "Do you see me?" do you hear me? Um, just sitting across from Hernan with Anna who introduced us, our mutual friend at downtown uh, Orlando, we realized that we were so similar. It, it was just, it was so ridiculous. We were just, Hernan and I were so similar and he's hes more of a brother. If I say Hernan is my brother, I mean it that, oh, Hernan is my brother, I can tell Hernan. I mean, I can talk so freely with Hernan. Right? But Who would have thought that? I mean, if you had the blinders on, right? If I had the blinders on, we wouldn't have that relationship. And some of the great people I've met in um, Apprentice, I wouldn't have that relationship with them. So when you walk into a room, don't automatically think, oh, um, because I look different or I sound different, or I'm in a different sphere that you are different. You really are not. You'll be surprised that you are the mirror image. Of somebody in there, so take Professor Courage with you. Don't be afraid of uh, Professor Mistakes, but go right ahead and meet people. You'll be surprised at, um, at what you'll encounter.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, uh, I mean, I love you so much. You are my sister. I love you. Do this that you know, it doesn't, like, like we said, it doesn't really matter where you're from, right? We just look at our hearts, right? And if you, what I what I tell people when they're mentors of apprentices or wives is I don't need your time. You're like, oh, well, how much time? I don't have time, I'm busy, I have this, I have kids. Listen, if you wanna be busy, you, wanna, you think you're busy, I'll show you my agenda, okay? If you, if you have a heart, right? And you wanna help, you make time for it, right? So it's just like I tell people, everybody is busy. Like the number one thing I assume is that everybody is busy. We're just trying to make them aware of opportunities that they're missing. That maybe the next time they don't miss because, you know, they were busy. Maybe that moment that they missed is the moment that was going to change their lives just by taking a little chance or, or a little time, five minutes. And, and and Ignacio, we have five minutes more for you. Anything you want to share with the any advice? By the way, Ignacio, like I told you, we, we were hanging out like kids like you guys, twenty years old, you know, checking out women in a in a in a library. <laughs> and now we're married with kids and executives. You know? What advice can you give my friends uh, from Africa? I think it's, a, you know, the same advice I, I would give to anybody who joins your organization. It, it's very hard to, to make connections with people, um, especially when you're young. Um, you may have a lot of friends. Um, your friends are going to give you the same advice they, that you have. You know, what, what makes this organization amazing is Hernan her and, and, and everybody involved is really giving of their time, but more, more importantly, their advice. And, and honestly the advice is universal. Um, I don't care if you're you know, from Cuba, like my family, or from Puerto Rico, like, like Hernan's family, or from Kenya, or from Czechoslovakia, or all these different places, we have uh, mentors and apprentices. When, when you find somebody in your area that has experience and, and can share that experience, or you're the person that has that experience, and you could share it with somebody who's, you know, twenty years younger than you, and you see a lot of them. in you, um, that that advice um, is there's there's really there's no way to to explain the value of that advice. The the challenge that I think we have as as mentors and um, is really giving people the the understanding of how valuable that is. I, I don't think people appreciate that when you're young, you you think that that you know you, you understand everything and, and the world has changed so much and how can Hernan know what I'm going through? Well, guess what? We, we've all had challenges. We've all made wrong mistakes and good, mis- and good decisions. Um, but many times if you're willing to listen to a mentor um, that has more advice than you do, especially in a field that you're interested in, and I think that's something that's really important as, as well is when we are a smaller organization, we had advice in certain industries now we're, we've expanded not to industries but beyond the industries now we've expanded to different countries different cities different continents so so i think it to me it's super exciting to have um, a team in africa who has unique challenges unique industries unique experiences um, but but the but the advice and the process is the same you know you're you're always going to find somebody that's older than you that has the right intentions in this organization that wants to help Um, and that person could be in houston texas did i get the city right i hope (laughs) Dallas. Dallas, sorry (laughs) (laughs) that person could be in dallas texas or they could be in miami and they can give you advice you know in your specific industry in some of the personal challenges and and people are people and and we all want to make connections with each other um, sometimes those connections transcend, um, you know, backgrounds and, and, and friendships I've made with people that are completely different from me. I, I appreciate even more because I learn about their culture. They learn about mine. And, and I think there's a portion of your brain that opens up when, when you learn about different cultures that, that once that portion of that brain opens up, you, you can't close it. And, and it's a wonderful place. So thank you for joining the team and, and being part of the call. And I apologize I couldn't make it earlier, but but welcome and 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 taking the advice, especially from those that, that are in in different groups. And and if you're in a position where you could give advice, you, you're gonna you're really the, the value of that and, and what you get back is amazing. The energy you get back, I think is probably the and I think Hernan could probably attest to this, but there's a certain amount of energy that you get back when when you give advice and you feel like you're giving back to someone that that you wish you could have done you could have gotten before. It, it, there's, there's something to that. <laughs> it's addictive. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, well, thank you. Yeah, like I, like I tell people, we we just give opportunities, right? We have we have we have blessings, and those blessings we convert into giving people opportunities, right? Uh, so, um, I want to thank all of you that, uh, that came today and met Cumblin and met Donna and met Miriam. That was really it. They're the stars of the show, right? We're really here to listen, to learn, and to, and to give a little bit of advice. But the presentations were amazing. They blew my mind. They're better than a lot of the, you know, presentations I've gotten from people that are in top universities in the U.S., by the way. That's how good you guys are because... You put your heart into it, right? The other was like, oh, yeah, I'm at Harvard already, man. But you guys put your heart into it. So, uh, you know, again, remember the professors that I told you. There's one professor that's not going to teach you anything, okay? Don't Let that professor come into your university of life. And by the way, you'll connect with Joao, Iggy, Michelle. They're all uh, they're all connected to me via LinkedIn, if you don't have their LinkedIn. So it's, like I told people, this is not a uh, presentation to just showcase people. And that's it. No, this is our this is our network and this is our life. OK, so yeah, just continue the journey together. And if you have any questions for me or my friends, just, uh, you know, raise your hand. Hey, I got a question. OK, I'm going to give you the money. But I might point you in the direction where the money is and yet and then you try to find it. Like I like I tell people, some people come to apprentice No, I'm gonna get a job. The reality I'm not gonna get you the job. Who knows? Maybe I give you the job later on if I like you and I know that you have the skills, but you know, you're gonna get your own job. Okay. All we're doing is empowering you and pointing you in opp- in ways where you can be better positioned to find your dreams, okay. So don't get me wrong. You know, we don't get we don't get all the credit. Somebody told me ah Hernan no, her nah, nothing. It's not about oh. me. Right? I only I only do my part. And every this is a team, right? Everybody does a little bit. And together we make this happen. So you know like 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 Joel said, my mission, I don't know, you know, my mission changes <laughs> every day. Uh now we're in Africa, right? Next time we're in we're in Asia. So it doesn't I me mean, it doesn't matter. We keep we keep doing what we can with what we have. You no, know, somebody asked me last time, where are we going? The apprentice were why what? what are we gonna do? What's the plan? And I go to tell you, okay, what do you want to do? Right? That's what I tell people. You what do you want to do? What's the plan? What's your plan? Okay, I'm here for you. So we're going as far as we can because we have people that are that have a big heart and want to help many people this is where this is the place right when i help more people we help them and then we focus on this segment we don't focus on everybody we're not feeding the, the 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 poor kids uh you know in botswana right this is not our mission we create leaders that will do that right and those are the ones that are going to change the lives right you know, we do we do our part you you are going to make amazing things that are greater than whatever we did combined but we're just happy to be here enjoying that journey together so all right guys we we uh extended the time we are going to uh share this recording with people i'm going to make it because it's a little long i'm going to divide it into three parts right part number one for each presentation will 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 be in its own uh video okay so that it makes it easier to consume that way you can you can see it uh separately and it'll be in our website. Yeah, Joao.
5: Yeah, just just two last words. Like you said, Hernan, okay. professor mistake will be the one that will teach you the most. Mentor will help you uh, in a way that uh, the mistake will hurt less.
0: That's it. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Any final words? I know Ignacio is connected and connected. Anything yeah, else? sorry, come back. Dímelo. Dímelo means tell me in Spanish, by the way. Oh, by yeah. the way, I just found out, and sorry that we're, by the way, we're done with the fusion but I just saw in Puerto Rico, this thing the, the banana leaves and the plantain uh, muca or I forgot, mulat that, was that, uh, that Mimi showed. We call it pastelés, and it's it's our delicacy, uh, and we have that as the national dish for Christmas. So I don't know. I didn't know that. I knew that it came from from Africa because we had a big African uh, influence in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't know that. You know that it was this exact same. It's exactly the same. We make it. Maybe we we'll put it a little different. I don't know, but uh, but it's a beautiful thing to learn to learn as well that cultural aspect of it. And you guys, you know, you blew me away. We were talking to talk about- Look,
1: I, i'm I'm so hungry right now. I really need to go get something to eat after all the- I mean, come on. Joel said they are killing him. Joel, you're not the only one. They, they,
0: they, they got me so hungry right now. That Mabuju with the with the boo-boo, I forgot- I forgot the <laughs> name, I got it. I want some of that. Dana. we need that in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> we need cup soup. I don't need the, the jewelry. I might not need, but the the uh the food, yes. Yeah. And then uh, I know Kamlan, You were gonna say something.
2: Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, thank you, everyone. Actually, I think Africa is blessed with opportunities, like you said earlier, and it's not about how you view Africa from outside the country or in any part of the continent. Africa has talent and a lot of things. But I think the major challenge here in Africa is getting to know the skills and ways and every other thing you need to graduate from the University of Life. Because there are, like you said, we have our professors of failure, professor of fear, courage, and mistake. So these four professors, they are the ones giving Africans challenge. So being a member of a practice worldwide and having can I call it a vice chancellor or, <laughs> or a or faculty dean who has experienced you know, meeting with mentors, who has been in this year before, coming together to team up, you know, to share their thoughts and their experience with young guys like me and my fellow Africans. It's good. It's, 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 it's very amazing. And it's what I really enjoyed about apprentices worldwide. So thank you guys for that experience that you are sharing to us voluntarily.
0: By the way. I can't wait to see you guys in Africa. That's going to be amazing. I can't wait for the moment to celebrate. Uh, My wife actually was telling me that she wanted to go on a safari. Now I know exactly where I'm going to go, and and Donna's going to be my tour guide. (laughs) By that time, by that time, she may have a place for us to stay, right? So this is uh, my hope and dream. Uh, I'm still young. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it there. Uh, Guys, Uh, We got to go. God bless. Thank you for everything. Uh, You know where to find me. Okay. And then this will be shared uh, with all of you. Thank you. God bless.
1: Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye.